0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I just spilled my friggin' water on the floor. So hold on just a minute. <laughs> all over... Hold on a second. Oh my gosh. It's like all over the floor. Yeah. The hardwoods, it'll be okay. <laughs> Brazilian walnut. Crap. Good thing is I had this next to me. I did it right when I was reaching over to the switchboard to unmute myself so I could speak and boom, right when the show starts. Hold on. Okay. Oh, Lord. So welcome to the show. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I got all my cords all wet and everything. Fuck. I have, I have, like, so many cords, you know, like, for USB cords, cables for charging stuff, one for my iPad, one for my iPhone. Uh, what's the other one for? Um, and then just, like, a USB hub, and then one for my mouse, which is wireless, and then one, I mean, just, I have too many of these, fr- and then one for my scanner. I mean, just so many fucking USB things. It's ridiculous. So, anyway, they were on the floor, and they got spilled water on. Okay, so crisis averted. Anyway, so welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the show. This is show twenty uh, of 2015, and uh, this is The Shameless Show. And I'm calling, excuse me, I'm <laughs> calling. I'm uh, talking tonight about the show Shameless, which I recently discovered, which I really love. It's a really good, good show on uh, Showtime. Um, talking about that, talking about President Obama, Johnny Rapid, uh, some stupid, ridiculous local... Um, discriminatory ordinances uh here in the dallas area uh madonna and um my rental car snobbery so um if you haven't been heard the show before you can always go to offlimitshow.com you can go to spreaker.com you can go to itunes and subscribe to Off Limits Show or Game Ass or brain purge on there um and listen to any of those shows subscribe to those to listen that way And also, um, of course, the website, OffLimitShow.com. You can listen live to the show there and on Spreaker. Um, So feel free to find me wherever you can. Also, be sure to follow me on Facebook, uh, the Facebook page, Off Limit Show page, as well as my Off Limit Show user. Uh, And then also on Twitter, be sure to follow me there if you like so you can know when a show is coming on live because I do it pretty sporadically. Uh, so you can, uh, find out that way. I used to have a schedule. I used to be very much more professional about my show than I am these days, (laughs) but you know, it's a, it's a hobby. It's fun. So I don't really take it that seriously anymore, but, um, it's, you know, you'll, you'll find me if you want to. And if you don't catch the show live, you can always listen in the archives, which is what most people do. Um, you can listen in any of those places in the archives as well. So feel free to listen. Also, if you have any questions or you want to comment on something, you can tweet me on Twitter at Show, or you can email me at info at com. So feel free. I'm always happy to hear from people. And uh, if you have a question, you need advice, or you have a comment, good or bad, feel free to send it to any of those places. Okay, so the show Shameless. The show Shameless I discovered um, about a week ago, and I was looking through Showtime now. Um, what well, Showtime? Anytime it's called actually. It's like HBO now. <clears throat> if you have an Apple TV or a Roku box or a smart TV or whatever, it's you can access it through there. But um, so I have Showtime and HBO, and I have uh, Showtime now and. I mean, anytime, and I was browsing through the shows on there and uh, I, I came across Shameless and a friend of mine had mentioned it to me, said it was a really good show. So I watched the first episode and I'm hooked. And now I've watched the entire first season and the entire second season. <laughs> and I'm on the last two episodes of the second season now. I'll watch those tonight and probably tomorrow. I'll start on season three and there's five seasons only the fifth season. Now it's live now on Showtime, which I don't even know what time it comes on or whatever, but um, it's a, uh, it's a really good show and it has um, William H. Macy on there and a lot of unknowns, general unknowns uh, that you probably, don't know. Um, but the Fiona, the girl who plays Fiona, Fiona is really cool. And anyway, basically what it's about, is, it sounds kind of boring, but it's really fucking not. It's about, um, this alcoholic father, uh, who has like six kids and all these kids live in this, this, uh, this walk up, I meant walk up this townhouse in, um, in the South side of Chicago. So it's not a good area. <clears throat> and, uh, it's about their lives. And one of the kids is gay. He comes out in the first episode, and he only comes out to his brother initially. And um, so no one really knows about it. But uh, his his journey is very interesting, what happens with him and who he's sleeping with and everything else. And what he does to protect himself <clears throat> from uh, bullies and stuff. And then there's another brother who's like a total genius. And like gets twenty five hundred or twenty four hundred or whatever perfect score every time he takes the SAT score. It's SATs, but he does it for other people. <laughs> but anyway, he he's like really smart. He doesn't even cheat. And then there's um, then there's uh, who else? And there's like a there's another little girl, and there's two there's another boy, uh, and there's like a biracial boy and anyway it's hard to explain and there's there's, oh there's also one of the neighbors that they it's in the show uh, a permanent cast member is jane um uh oh my god what's her name cusack joan cusack sorry she's on the show and she plays an agoraphobic woman who is like really prim and proper and she's like a mother and she bakes constantly because she never leaves her house literally and um Anyway, it's just it's just so much convoluted stuff that crisscrosses. It's hard to even go into it. Then they have these neighbors. This, who's really neighbors who own a bar that Frank's always in. Frank's an alcoholic dad. I could just go on and on. I'm not really good at explaining it to you, but just watch the first episode. You'll get it. It's totally worth it. And it really gets me. It got me hooked. I love it. It's really awesome. So definitely check out Shameless. It's definitely worth it. Um, But the guy in the show, the main character, William H. Macy, is a a complete asshole and totally shameless about his behavior and the fact he's an alcoholic and all he ever does is drink. And He doesn't take care of his family. His family has to take care of itself and they have to work and everything else because he doesn't support them because he's a loser and he's always running these scams and stuff. It's just, it's a really good show. (laughs) It sounds like a mess, I know, but it's a really good show. So if you haven't seen Shameless, check it out on Showtime. So uh, on the State of the Union address last night um, on Tuesday, The president, Obama, um, became the first president to use the words lesbian, bisexual, and transgender in a State of the Union address, um, which made a historic moment, okay? And so he also called for protections for individuals of any sexual orientation. He said, quote, as Americans, we respect human dignity, even when we're threatened, which is why I've prohibited torture and worked to make sure our use of new technology like drones is properly constrained. That's why we defend free speech and advocate for political prisoners and condemn the persecution of women or religious minorities or people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. We do these things not only because they're right, but because they make a safe, And I think that's an awesome. He also said, um, uh, he called gay marriage a civil right. And um, he said, I've seen something like gay marriage go from a wedge issue used to drive us apart to a story of freedom across our country, a civil right now legal in states that seven in 10 Americans call home. So it's wonderful that our president has done this. As I've said before on my show, he has done more for gay people than any previous president in history. And to say that he hasn't is a lie. <laughs> of course, Republicans would make you think something different because Republicans don't care about gays. So they probably wouldn't even mention that fact. But um, and the good thing is he, he mentioned uh, us in his State of the Union address, which is important. It was inclusive of us as well as immigrants, as well as Everybody, poor people and everybody and uh, middle class. And he really is working to uh, increase the middle class through better policies and stuff. Of course, he's been doing that all his, his entire tenure. But the freaking, you know, Republicans have blocked him in every return for doing to accomplish a lot of things. And so he's basically said and essentially what he said was that he didn't give a fuck anymore. It, he's only got two years left. He's already won both terms and he's done what he has to do. And he's going to he's going to go out in a blaze and just do what the fuck he wants. Essentially, that's what he said. Um, there were a lot of Internet memes on there on the Internet, like, you know, the, the president dropped the mic and because of what he said about it, you know. And I think that's awesome. And that's what I've been looking for for so long from him. Just to fucking say, fuck you Republicans. I'm I'm the fucking president. I've got a veto pen. I will do what I fucking want. He also said that he wanted to work with them. But if they didn't work with him, he's going to veto them. So I think that's fucking awesome. Because that's exactly what a Republican would do. And it's about fucking time that Obama stood up and said the same thing. Fuck the Republicans. Uh, speaking of these stupid fucking laws and bullshit... Um, the uh city of plano which is a suburb here in dallas um which i have had many clients you know who live there i've done their houses or whatever that live there and it's a i don't know it's a some it's a relatively upscale i mean it's real it's up i guess it's generally an affluent area i guess i mean it's not like like highland park or anything here's here, is here or, or or preston hollow but it's it's like a really nice place to live mostly I and mean, there's poor parts too but you know what i mean but anyway um but I, I, I would never – this is one of the reasons I don't like to live. I would not want to live actually in um, in um, the suburbs of Dallas because – and why I chose to live in the city of Dallas as opposed to a suburb because, you know, my house here is worth about $400,000. So if I got this house uh, – if I took $400,000, I spent – I mean, I, I could get out of this house or whatever, and I could go to the suburbs and get a house, you know – Brand new house, you know, with five bedrooms and six bathrooms or whatever and an acre of land. Um, but it would be in the suburbs and it would be in um, a place like Plano or Frisco or McKinney or Allen or places like where everything's new and, and fresh and everything else. And the schools are great and everything else. But they're full of Republicans. <laughs> they're full of, of fucking ass words people who think um, like the idiots that they are, generally speaking. That's why I don't live in the suburbs and why I chose not to live there. I could have easily lived there, but I chose not to uh, for those reasons. I chose to live in the city of Dallas, in the city, in the core, because I did not want to have to endure any more people like that than I had to. It's not that those people don't exist in here as well. It's just that they're far more prolific in the suburbs because of white flight. People trying to get the fuck away from the black people, the Mexican people, and the and the Asian people, and the um and the gays and you know whatever. <laughs> so because we're all down here, you know, um, not all of us, but I mean, you know what I mean. So it's like those people, the ones that are trying to get away from gay people and everybody else, are the ones are moving out away from the city. And then they're getting farther and farther and farther north. It's like they're eventually going to be in fucking Oklahoma. So anyway, um, my point is is that there's this, this ordinance here in Plano now that they're trying to um, – the city of Dallas, the city of Plano and several other cities in um, the Dallas area passed uh, ordinances in the last uh, election um, in November that stated that uh, – that gays and lesbians could not be discriminated against based on for employment or based on religious reasons or whatever else. And there's um, an ordinance they're trying to pass now or overturn that ordinance there so that they make it illegal to illegal or whatever, to actually uh, cater to gay people. If, or or what did it say? I can't remember. I'm sorry. I should have it in front of me, but I don't. It's something about, let me see. Let me see if I can find the article. Hold on a second. Oh, here it is. Let me read it to you. Cause I, you know, not very eloquent tonight. Um, It says, uh, homophobic homophobic citizens from Plano are on a mission to undo a non-discrimination ordinance passed last month that protects LGBT people from being unfairly targeted because um, they can. (laughs) The Texas Pastor Council of Plano, Texas sent out a press release bragging about a petition it has started to strip the city's law books of its non-discrimination ordinance passed last month by the Plano City Council. The ordinance bans unfair treatment and employment, housing and public accommodations based on sexual orientation and gender identity. According to the Texas Pastor Council, the petition has already garnered 5,500 signatures. Quote, in spite of the challenges created by the suspect timing of the city council's passage of this ordinance, we set a goal to collect twice the minimum number of signatures needed, a spokesperson for the hate group said in a press release. We want to send a clear message to Mayor La Roselier, I don't know how you said that last name, and Councilman Minor Davidson, Smith, and Downs, who all voted for this ordinance. You can ignore the citizens at the city council meeting, but we will make our voices heard for this petition and next May at the polls. Uh, Since everything's bigger in Texas, the proposed measure the hate group hopes to get on the spring's ballot won't just nullify Plano's non-discrimination ordinance. If passed, it will also nullify similar ordinances in Dallas, El Paso, Fort Worth, Houston and San Antonio, affecting roughly seven and a half million Texans, more than one quarter of the state's entire population. We are certain that once Plano citizens realize the city council has criminalized religious views about sex and gender, the ordinance will be rejected overwhelmingly at the polls, the spokesperson said. The citizens of Plano are good and decent and treat one another with respect, so criminalizing the beliefs of our diverse communities of faith does not advance the common good. Okay, so let's just substitute for sex and gender you know race um or you know what i just substitute substitute race if we were talking about black people or hispanic people or some particular race of people which is a class of people in this country as are gay people um this would not be even on the the books no that wouldn't be allowed um to say we're going because of our religion we feel how we feel about black people or mexican people or hispanic people whatever uh, or gay people in this case, because of our religious beliefs, you don't have the right to tell us we have to be, treat you equally in employment, housing, and public accommodations. Um, so it's no different than when black people were trying to fight for their equality under the law, uh, treatment and employment, housing, etc. Uh, in the 60s uh, because they were black. It's the same thing with gay people in this day and age, and especially in Plano, Texas. Um, so I, this kind of thing is, is ridiculous, and I don't know what's going to happen with it. I hope to God it doesn't pass or come through. But the fact that people you know, are so upset, you know, they have their, their such hatred in their hearts and such horrible, um, horribly brainwashed brains uh, by their religious belief system— to think that being gay is such a horrible thing and people who are gay or evil are evil and disgusting and wrong or whatever, and that they are some, somehow supposed to be these martyrs for, for their religious belief and, and make life hell for gay people whenever they can and make sure gay people don't have equal treatment because they're not equal to us because we're better than they are because we're straight. That bullshit is the kind of nonsense, you know, it's no different than the Nazis in Germany. It's no different than than the KKK in uh, the South. It's all the fucking same. Um, and anyone with a brain can see that and recognize that. It's only people like this that have such vitriol and such hatred in their hearts uh, that feel the need to consistently make um, equal rights somehow... A subject of discussion as if it should be as if it should be something that we debate it's not something we should debate it isn't debatable civil rights human rights is not something that we as humans have the right to argue over in terms of you know someone's life and livelihood it's human rights you have them or you don't you're human you get them period it doesn't matter what kind of human you are because we 're all the same we 're all fucking human, so it doesn 't matter what color your skin is or what who you who you are lo- fall in love with and who you have sex with or what if you're, what gender you are whatever if you're human, you have the same rights as every other human. That's the way it should be. And anyone with a fucking brain knows that. So the fact that we're still debating this bullshit is so fucking stupid. But I mean, you know, what can you expect from Plano, Texas? That's why I don't go there unless I have to. Actually, what today, I have a client who lives there, um, a couple that lives in um, Plano, and they live in like a million dollar house. And it's, it's like huge house it's like seven thousand square feet and um I'm, i'm doing the interior design and architecture of their house we're remodeling the whole thing and um i don't they're like my age range i think they're like my age you know like in their late 30s or something and uh they um they seem really nice and everything and so i don't know what their you know religious beliefs are or whatever i don't really care but my point is you know is the people around them you know um, in that that general vicinity in Plano are all very bigoted people <laughs> um, i'd say i'd say it's probably 70/30 70% of people in Plano are pretty bigoted and right-wing republican uh, tea party type people and the other 30% are, are liberal-minded, open-minded people who don't care. <clears throat> um, and they both exist. And just because someone's a Christian doesn't make them a bigot. Um, and just because someone is Hindu or someone is um, Catholic or whatever religion they may be, Jewish, whatever, doesn't make them a bigot. It's just that, as I've said before, typically when someone is a bigot, they are a Republican. And typically when someone is a bigot, they are a Christian <laughs> or whatever religion you want to pick. So... Anywho, um, hopefully that will not pass. We'll see what happens. Uh, then there's um, the porn star Johnny Rapid. Johnny Rapid is, um, he's young. I don't know how he, he's probably 22 or something. I don't know. He did like a lot of bareback stuff a long time ago, I think. Um, and he's done, you know, a lot of porn. And so he's got some money now as a result of it. He's very popular. Um, but anyway, he offered Justin Bieber $2 million to uh, do porn with him, which of course he's not going to do, and I'm sure he knew. It's just a publicity stunt. But he actually offered him that. But now he's actually in jail for um, assaulting somebody or something like that. He assaulted someone. um, And uh, the thing about the porn industry is it's like... It, all these people, you know, you think about people who, who want to be movie stars. Okay, first of all, just people who want to go to Hollywood and act just regularly. And some of the people may end up in porn that do that because they couldn't make it as an actor for whatever reason. Um, people who want to act generally want need and crave attention because they didn't get enough attention as a child or, or they're somehow unique and, and feel as an outcast. And so they, they need to get that adulation that they've always wanted. I mean, people who want to be famous or be a star... Generally, do it because of those reasons. You now, there's difference between wanting to be an actor and wanting to be a star. But somebody who wants to be famous, um, you know, and that's how most people these days are. In that, the young people in the 20s and stuff who want to go to Hollywood generally just want to be famous. It's not about them wanting to be an actor or a writer or a producer. It's about them wanting to be famous. So, the point is, is those people already have issues, generally speaking, not all of them. I'm sure there are some well-balanced actors out there who go to Hollywood and I'm sure they exist. I know they do, but I'm saying generally. Um, and so if that's the case with just a regular actor, think about someone who ends up doing pornography. Someone who ends up doing pornography is, I mean, porn and like gay porn or straight porn or whatever, and really just is is prolific with it. Uh, not just a one-off thing, even. Is going to have even deeper issues. I think probably sexual abuse. They had as a child sexually abused or used or whatever. I read this biography autobiography. No, it was a biography about Joy Stefano about ten years ago called uh, "Wonderbread and Ecstasy." Um, really good biography. <clears throat> I love to read biographies, and um, it was about his time. He was a very famous porn star in the eighties and the and the early nineties and to mid nineties and, um, famous for his ass. He was a bottom and he and just beautiful, gorgeous man, gorgeous eyes and everything else. But, um, he, um, he, um, had a really hard time in the industry and it kind of just told, talks about how it, you know, kind of swallows you a hole and spits you out, so to speak. <laughs> um, and you, you, you definitely have an expiration day. And so people like Brent Corrigan who are not Brent Corrigan, um, Uh, Johnny Rapid, who are in porn um, today, often do end up getting in trouble with a law. I mean, there's like dozens and dozens and dozens or maybe hundreds of examples I could probably give you about gay guys who went to porn, who became famous porn stars who ended up, you know, killing somebody or getting killed or dying of drug overdose or um, assault or murder. I mean, there's just just tons of them. And so it's not a good life a good way to live your life. Ultimately, if it's something you're looking to do for the rest of your life, it's not going to work that way. It's a, there's a timestamp to it. Um, I have nothing against pornography itself. I mean, I'm definitely like it. It's not, it's fine with me, but when it comes to actual, um, people who are in it, I think that it's, um, you have to be someone who's very, very well-grounded and someone who knows who they are and isn't just there for the adulation and, and, and someone who's understands that it's a temporary thing. It's not going to last your lifetime. You can't make a lifetime career out of pornography unless you just do one every year, once a year or something for the rest of your life. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, that's what's happening with him and, and, and that, but I think that it's, uh, it's sad because, um, I find it, you know, these people who do these things are typically very beautiful people. Obviously, that's why they're in pornography. Um, and yet they they could use their, their talents to do something so much more productive, like modeling, like real modeling, you know, like modeling, <laughs> being a model or um, whatever. I mean, there was one guy, Arpad Mikolos, I think his name was. He, he killed himself, I don't think last year it was. And he was... Um, a very uh, prolific um, prolific uh, gay porn star as well and he um, was actually like a chemist or something like an astrophysicist or some shit like that by day and at night he was doing this and so even him he wasn't even that like couldn't cont- couldn't couldn't deal with the, the lifestyle that it, it has and so of course, of course I think drugs are a big part of it too anyway rambling on that's what I want to say about that and then um, Jared Leto by the way People are all shocked that he may be bisexual because um Alexis Arquette, whom has talked about sleeping with him before, about his dick and everything, um, when she was a he, uh was um talking about how he also slept with trans transsexuals, transgender people, whatever, and uh men and women at the same time and blah blah blah. And so, um, you know, being bisexual is a real thing, I think. I don't think being bisexual is not real. A lot of people say, oh, bisexual is just on the way to gay, Bill, or whatever. Um, and I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I think some people are gay, and some people are straight, and some people are bi. And that's just the way it is. <clears throat> and the way I I consider it, it's not just who you're attracted to sexually. It's about who you fall in love with. If you are, you, you can be attracted, I think, physically attracted to someone of the opposite sex and still be gay. Uh, but not be interested in having a relationship with them or not be able to fall in love with a woman um, you can be attracted to someone of the um the same sex uh, i'm mean, sorry um i 'm confusing myself now <laughs> my point is my point is this is that you can be attracted to people who are not part of your Primary identity in terms of your sexuality, your sexual orientation, and not, but still not fall in love with them, and that makes that's the difference between being gay by or trans, or gay by or straight. If you're straight, you fall in love with people who are the opposite sex, and you're attracted to them sexually. If you're gay, you're sexually attracted to people of the same sex, and you can fall in love with them, and that's primarily who you fall in love with. If you're bi, you both fall in love and attracted to both sexes. And I find it to be a completely valid way of being. What's wrong with it? People act like bisexual people are just so greedy and just so wrong and just, oh my God, can't think they make up their mind. It just blows my mind. I can't figure out what they want. and I can't date them because... Because they're gonna, you know, always want my boyfriend or my girl or my friends or whatever. I don't know who they're they're going after, and it makes me nervous. So really, that's your fault and your issue, or my issue if it were me. You know, I I wouldn't want to date a bisexual person either, <laughs> for that reason because I'm too insecure to to have to compete with both men and women. Fuck that. So yeah, I mean that's why I wouldn't want to date a bisexual. But it doesn't mean they can't be. Um, it doesn't mean that they can't be. Uh, what's the word? Um, monogamous. I think that they can be monogamous. It's not about them. It's about me or the person who has an issue with them being bi because they like both sexes. <clears throat> so I think it's a perfectly valid way of being. I think it's perfectly fine. And I think people who are bi exist just as much as anybody else. And so they're part of our GLBTQIA community. And I think that um, we should respect them and respect their, their life, their way of life, just like we ask for everyone else to respect ours. So, um, one more thing before I talk about the car thing is Madonna's, uh, hacker. If you remember listening to my show, Madonna, Madonna's new album, um, you know, rebel heart was leaked the entire thing and they finally figured out who it was and they arrested them in Israel today or yesterday. And, um, apparently the guy hacked into her computer, her actual computer. And that's how we got all of the, these final cuts of uh, the songs because she had them on her computer. And so, um, she said, she's going to be more secure in the future, but she's thankful for everyone's support and, um, that she felt really, um, really, um, what did she say? She didn't say raped this time, but she said she felt like she was really, um, God, I can't think today. My brain's not working. Uh, said she felt really betrayed or whatever. um, By the fact that someone had gotten into her computer and done that, Uh, so but anyone can do that to anybody. So you know she's not immune. But that's a good thing they arrested him and so that won't be happening anymore and the last thing is um if you remember listening to my show a few days ago or last week i had a car accident last thursday a week ago thursday and uh this guy hit me he was in a u-haul anyway their insurance finally agreed to pay for it since they were at fault and uh so they set me up with a rental car this week and on monday i picked it up and put my car in the shop for its repair and i'll get back next week probably tuesday Anyway, um, so they gave me a Hyundai Sonata, a brand new one, like it only has a thousand miles on it, for my rental car. Which you know is fine. I didn't expect a BMW like I have because you know they don't. No one, no one leases BMWs for a car repair thing, and it just doesn't happen. But anyway, my point is is that I am such a fucking snob. I'm like <laughs> about cars, um, and I don't care what someone else drives. Like if someone else drives a Jalopy. I'm happy to ride around with it. And them. I'm happy that it doesn't bother me. I don't judge someone else based on what they drive. I really don't. Um, It's just my own thing. Like I don't want to, I don't want to drive a Hyundai cause it doesn't represent who I am as a person. <laughs> so it's like, you know, with, with, clothes that I wear, with clothes that I wear, the jewelry I wear, um, the house I'm trying to fucking finish finally someday soon, hopefully, um, you know, the remodeling of it. Um, the, the way I wear my hair, the way I, the kind of socks I wear even, I mean, I, I'm very much somebody who's into expressing myself and who I am through Fashion and through design and those kinds of things, um, and so whenever I go anywhere and do anything, I want to be distinctive and I want things to be represent representative of myself. And so today I had to drive that Hyundai, which is not a bad looking car. I mean, it's okay. It's just still Hyundai though. Um, to my client's house to go over there for my meeting today I mentioned earlier and I mean I don't know if they even saw it but I mean it doesn't matter but my point is is like I just felt so embarrassed because I was driving a Hyundai because I'm not a Hyundai you know some people are Hyundais and that's fine there's nothing wrong with a Hyundai usually a Hyundai driver is someone who has kids and you know is on a somewhat of a budget and wants a reliable car. I assume it's reliable. I don't know if it's reliable or not. Um, but it wants a car that's not going to cost too much money because they spend their money on their kids, kids, uh, college funds, or they spend their money on vacations or whatever. They don't, they don't want to spend a lot of money on a car and that's perfectly valid and fine. Um, but there's some people are Hyundai. Some people are Fords. Like my husband's a Ford. He's a, he's a, an American, all American kind of country guy. Um, he likes Mustangs. He's like a Mustang, like a 60, 66 Mustang. That's who he is. That's if he had a car, that would be who he is. Okay. And um, he loves them. And that, that makes sense for his personality. Um, my mom, she's more like, a, well, she drives a, a VW a Passat. Um so I guess that 's what she, i guess that's what she is she likes her car you know that 's who she is so she 's somewhat practical, but she wants a nice looking car german whatever great reliable that 's her I'm trying to think of some other examples of cars. Um, what is like, so then there's like a Lamborghini, okay. And a Porsche. I'm not a Porsche really, or a Lamborghini, although I like Porsches, I'm not really a Porsche guy or a Lamborghini. Lamborghini's like some guy who's like, you know, dripping with jewelry and he's <laughs> wears too much cologne and, and it has this tiny penis probably. And is trying to prove something, you know what I mean? So my, you see my point, my point is, is everyone is, if you think about people in terms of cars, Everyone is a car in some way, in some way, whether they realize it or not. And so, and some people are like Yugos or whatever. I don't know. So some people just don't give a fuck about that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm a I'm a BMW. I'm always been a BMW kind of guy ever since I was a kid. I've loved them um, because they're incredible cars and they they have great power and they, they're fun to drive. Um, unlike a Mercedes, which is like a drier a ride a car to ride in. It's not really a car to drive that much. Uh, BMW is a car to drive. That's why it's called the ultimate driving machine. And it represents me because I'm I'm uh, liberal and I'm um, classic and sophisticated. And so I've been told many times and I'm very um, high end about things. I like nice things. And, you know, I, I just, it represents who I am. The brand itself does. And so that's why. So my point is that I'm not a Hyundai, but I'm having to drive one for a week, and I'll be fine. I'm not gonna like kill myself over it. It's just weird to me, um, and I bet no one else or very few other people are like me about this or this ridiculous about what kind of car they're driving. But I just uh, it, everything I do always I like it to represent who I am. That's why I like right now my house being in such disarray on the outside because I'm I'm rebricking the whole thing, and I'm waiting for windows to come in this next month, and then the the rest of the brick and now the brick order I had to order which is gonna take another month. Before I can finish rebricking the front of the house, and then I'm doing another addition on the other side. And da, da, da. My point is, it's like half done right now, and so it drives me nuts having my house half done because it represents me. So if somebody sees my house and like thinking, you know, well, that's like Frankenhouse, you know, <laughs> because it's half half one brick color and half another right now. And that's why. But um, I'm, you know, so those kind of things bother me. And I think it's also one reason why I'm a designer and architect and the things I do, because um, I was like that as a child too. When I was real little, I was very much like that about my room. Everything had to be a certain way. And I couldn't concentrate or, or be relaxed if my environment was not a reflection of who I was. You know, like, uh, if I had to like have a room that was like bright pink or something that would bother me because not because it's a girly color, just because it's just, I'm not a pink person. I wanted something that was sophisticated. Like at the time it was green hunter green in those days. It was, it was in, in the late eighties, you know? And uh, so that's what I painted in my room. And, and then later on I painted a teal color and that was in the nineties. And then later on I painted it, you know, like a beige color. So it just depended on what the fashions were. So that's why I am the way I am. And I don't apologize for it. I shouldn't apologize for it because isn't it there's nothing wrong with it. I don't expect other people to do that. I just think that for me, it's very difficult to be in a car that doesn't reflect my personality. That's all I'm saying. All right. So that's the show for tonight. I'm going to go. I'll be back tomorrow for show number 21 of the year. And I appreciate you listening. And if you have any questions, remember you can or comments on the show, you can go to uh, Twitter, you can go to Facebook, you can email me at info at com, or you can go to the website and do it there, um, also on Facebook. So feel free to check me out. And you, always, you can always comment if you listen on Spreaker beneath the show on the show page. And uh, if you have comments, you can, I'll read those as well. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.